1: With another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glasser coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, inside sports, fantasy, football, and game source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop culture cosmos, game source, inside sports fantasy football. Of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out what Ox1947, aka Joe Soro, is talking about each and every day at LakersBall.com. And you know he's talking a lot right there at LakersBall.com. Plus, Laker Tom even has more crazy trades coming up right there for you. Also, as well, he's got a lot of great articles. On the queue at Lakerholics.com. Join him and Jamie Sweet in his five things. He is the number one Lakers blogger that is. He is Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet. They're both together at Lakerholics.com. Plus, our are good friends at the Hoop Podcast Network. And if you need your lawn transformed, please go ahead and join us today right there for you at Sinblades. Sinblades with a Y.com all right yes subscribe mm indeed because if you can please go ahead and help us out here on the channel if you like what we do you can get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air by subscribing below sean the magic man today right there for you on youtube we need all the help we can get and all the support that we can get because we try to provide you the best in lakers talk and nba talk right here at the lakers fast break Podcast. well it's a been an interesting day even though the lakers are not playing today they are playing tomorrow against utah halfway through the homestand but we're still coming off the buzz from last night's overtime victory 120 to 117 over the new orleans pelicans we're still coming off that matt ryan buzz you know maddie ice i'm seeing all over the place and you know everybody's just you know oh enamored with matt maddie ryan right now so Hopefully that can continue. Hopefully he can become a sharpshooter for the team and a team that's desperate for some sharpshooting. But here today to talk about the Lakers and where we stand and also as well the Kyrie Irving situation, which has gotten even darker and darker with a five, at least a five-game suspension that was announced by the team earlier today. He's a good man indeed. First man up, first man here. You got to go ahead and hear what he's saying today obviously, at LakersBall.com, and of course, right here at the Lakers Fast Break. It is Joe Sorrow, and Joe, great to have you here, my friend. Just want to make sure, and everybody know again, please go ahead, subscribe to us here at YouTube so you can hear the latest notifications on when we go live on the air, and the latest times so that we can go ahead and talk about Lakers basketball, including right now. You were encouraged last night, but what went on as far as their second victory in a row? What's going on with the Lakers? Are you still... After taking a a deep breath, per se, halfway through this homestand, are you still positive on what's going on with the Lakers right now?
2: There's a cohesiveness that's starting to build a little. Uh Um, I've been very pleased with how Anthony Davis has played. Uh, Pleased that Russell Westbrook has embraced his new role and is playing similar to old Westbrook to, to, to some degree. Not all the way. We'll never see that again, but to some degree, at least within a team concept, Lonnie Walker is impressing. Uh, I know he's impressed me. Uh, someone dropping 28 points, you know, as a fourth option is a pretty, it's a pretty, pretty nice uh, number. And showing a lot of flashes of athleticism and really, really good basketball and really good shooting. Even uh, Lonnie Walker shot five of nine from three. If, if, I'm not expecting him to do that every uh every time out, but I would like to see I don't know uh 3 out of 7 maybe 3 out of 7 every game that would work. The current future tomorrow, Sunday, Monday, um I don't know, man. I'm 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 really really crossing my fingers that they can they can win tomorrow. I I know Cleveland is going to be really tough. Yes. On Sunday, however, it is a m- afternoon game, and I always notice coast visiting teams depending on which side they're they're coming from. Doesn't matter which side they're coming from usually that early game kind of has them a little off. So I'm hoping that we can catch the Cavs a little bit groggy. And if they can sneak that win, we're looking at four and five. Is that, is that, am I looking at? Yes, you are correct. Going into that Utah game on the next day. Mm -hmm. Utah on a back-to-back usually means bad things uh so between cleveland and utah if we can come out one and one uh, after those two I, I i wouldn't be upset but if we can get lucky and 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 run a run a have a little run here and, and even out the, the record it would be very encouraging in terms of the potential of what
1: this team can be well it's not yeah but it's not the, uh, a back-to-back per se it's a bookend they bookend the cleveland game they're friday and then next wednesday what do you mean? Because you said they're back to back with Utah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh November sixth, we're playing Cleveland. November seventh, we're playing Utah.
1: Okay. I just thought you were talking about I'm Utah. talking about the Utah game
2: the second time.
1: Yeah. Okay. Not the first there... one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So okay. the, the the Lakers have they have one, two, three, four, five, because I think I might have said this wrong on the last show. So they have five games. Between tomorrow and the following Friday. If they could go four and one. Because I really think they're going to win next Wednesday against the Clippers. I have a really, really good feeling for some reason that they're finally going to get a win over those guys after as long as they have. They they have to bust that at some point. But if they can get out of this next five games, four and one. That means Rob Palinka really has to do something. To bring in a couple guys, it, 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 there is no other way to look at this. If he doesn't, they're they're gonna have that lost opportunity to to really try and salvage a possible run, a run at something. I don't know if it's gonna be a title that's gonna be dictated by who they bring in, mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about Kyrie Irving, oh, more yeah. about more about more about the. I'm, you know, I'm going to keep it brief on on the the, the distractions outside, but mm-hmm. more about how this is going to affect uh, what I think is going to happen in those situations and why the Lakers need to focus on other things. Yeah, that's what I'm going to uh, speak heavily on because the NBA is distracted, uh, Brooklyn is distracted. When when your enemy is distracted, that's when you do your business, and I think the Lakers really need to take advantage of the fact that they're not the butt of jokes right now. Right now it's the Nets, it's Adam Silver, it's these guys that don't know what the hell to do with the situation. So when you don't have that attention on you, try to get your your stuff together here so you can you can better yourselves.
1: Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more on that. It's great that the Lakers are not the focus right now of what's going on with the NBA. Truly appreciate the fact that it's a chance for the Lakers, like you said, to go under the radar just a little bit because of all the drama that they've had over the course of the summer with the Westbrook saga and all that. And it's also glad to see that maybe, just maybe, we might have found a place in the rotation for Russell Westbrook after two games. We'll see how that works out or continues to work out, and also if he continues to buy into that concept, because he's still playing 30-plus minutes, he's still giving... A, a contribution and a usage rate similar to what he had as a starter. Just let's see if we can go ahead and continue those positive vibes from the team after winning two in a row, Joe Matt Ryan. Is he going to become a regular part of the rotation? He seems very spotty in the lineup. We all know that because of the fact he can shoot, he's not playing the greatest defense in the world, which is the reason why I, I've seen the comparisons to Duncan Robinson, but the fact is Duncan Robinson went from a starter to almost a non-factor at last year to, to somewhat of a factor again this year on Miami because the fact that his defense is going to dictate how much he plays. So your thoughts on Matt Ryan and how much of a contribution he can make to this team.
2: I believe if he works on at least an average setup of defense, he's going to be an extremely valuable rotation player. He's got really good height. He's 25 years old and a really good shot. And in the NBA in 2022, this is all you really need. Uh, Using the NFL as an example, uh, no matter how good you are on defense, uh, it doesn't really matter because it's an offensive-oriented league. The NBA, in a lot of ways, is similar. Uh, The reason why the three-point shot is so popular is because teams have analytically realized uh, figured out that it's better to chance a three uh, and make it versus going after twos. What does that mean in the end? I I don't know. I I guess you'd have to, if you're, if you're shooting at a 40% clip, I guess the averages work out in your favor, but he, he said he definitely has a skill set that the Lakers desperately need, which is making shots, making three point shots. And he just needs to work on his team defense, at least his team defense, maybe not his individual, but at least his team defense. And I think the Lakers kind of have already building a little bit of chemistry on that side and having AD there uh, definitely helps kind of uh, cover up some of the holes here and there. That's again, why it's so crucial to have AD healthy and playing because he is a, an eraser to, in a lot of ways, he is an eraser. And for those who, are wanting him to play like Shaq. I think it's unrealistic because of that. That's one of the reasons why. And on offense, the reason why AAD is not as free-flowing as as we would want him to be is because defenses are collapsing almost on every series because they know that the Lakers have problems shooting. I want the, the crowd out there, I want the Lakers fandom out there to understand the game. I know that sounds condescending and Patronizing, but it, I don't think a lot of these guys that watch the Lakers that call themselves Laker fans really f- understand the game a lot of times. They just look at the ball, the ball getting shot, misses or makes, and that's it. Watch the players. Watch what AD is doing. Watch why he wants to play the four, not the five. Okay. It's not just because he's soft or he's this and he's that. Okay. Maybe there's some truth to it, but there's a reason why he's adamant about it. It's because it's in his best interest in terms of his skill set to play in this particular position. And don't just blame him for this. This was a Tim Duncan thing. Tim Duncan did not want to be called a center either. His skill set was the four. He is considered by many as the best Power forward at all time. I remember I heard plenty of times. He's a center. He's a center. He's not. He's a power forward. Just because he's seven feet tall doesn't make him a center. So
3: mm, putting this, I might, I putting, might have to uh, disagree with that one there. Oh well, well I, I,
2: when 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 Duncan was winning championships, he either had Robin, the uh, David Robinson, at the at the five. Well, oh, he had like Ginobili right. at Parker.
3: No, 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 no. no. It's yeah. center. It, it was, it was, it was a. It, you know, he one year he had Robert Ori. Another year he had, uh, I believe it was. Um, I want to say Tim Thomas. I think Tim Thomas might have been on there one year. Kurt Thomas. What? Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas. Yes, yeah, sorry, not Kurt, not Tim. Kurt. I get them confused a lot. Anyway. Joe blasted it out of the park with uh his Lakers stake. I can't add anything uh, to I'm that. not
1: the biggest Tim Duncan fan in the world, so I probably will like excuse myself from this conversation.
3: Yeah, no 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 wait a minute. yes, Rosho Nasterovich. Yes. Nastereovich.
2: I kept yeah. I knew it was I knew it was yeah. a Slavic so anyway, name. I Joe, just couldn't remember Joe, exactly what it
3: was. Joe, Joe Joe's correct in, in in that sense. When they won championships, Duncan was the center. That's true. But here's no, here's was a power forward. Power 4, excuse yeah. me, yeah, no, no, yeah. you're right, you're right about that, but here, here's here's something that's very interesting to me, I was a big cinephile at a time, and one of my favorite directors of all time is John Ford, and uh, he directed The Searchers, which is uh, a fantastic film, anyway, he once said, when the narrative becomes fact, or no, sorry, when the legend becomes fact, print the legend, so in other words, the legend over the real story. It's a line from Who Shot Liberty Valance. Anyway, there's a a narrative around Jerry West and Tim Duncan. Jerry West is often thought of as a shooting guard. So I have one question for for hoop heads out there, and I'll ask Joe and Gerald. It's a very simple question, and all it requires is a yes or no answer. Was Gail Goodrich a point guard? I would probably
1: say no. I, so I, Jerry, was scoring
3: so, right? So Jerry West was the point guard then. I just if think the way they at,
1: ran that offense. Well, let me say this: I just think the way they ran that offense well, under Sharman. I just Gerald,
3: Gerald, think that. Gerald, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm on a roll here, man. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Okay. Get off here. So, if you look at like historians, like these, these um lists of top 10 whatever jerry west is always on a list of shooting guards he's never on a list of point guards never and he was one of the best he was one of the best like in that 1960 draft that one two oscar robertson and jerry west that's the best one two draft ever ever because you're talking about not only two of the best perimeter players of all time they're uh, I'd argue they're the two of the top seven point guards of all time. And th- to follow up what Joe was saying about Tim, it's true. When Tim came into the league, David Robinson got hurt. They sat him. Pop sat him. And Boston thought they were going to end up with Tim Duncan. But they ended up drafting Keith Van Horn. They didn't end up with Tim Duncan. That was Duncan. the Nets. Yes, oh, I'm sorry, the, the Nets. Nets. They it's drafted easy. Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Remember Nets, me, yeah,
1: he, Van Horn played yeah, on yeah, the Nets uh, finals. Team. Right. Right. right yeah, yeah.
3: Excuse me. Yeah. Billups was on the Celtics and then he ended up on the Raptors. Right. Yeah. Excuse me. But anyway, Duncan was a center at Wake Forest for all four years. He was, is a center throughout his career through the stat sheet, through um, articles, he was, this is center. Uh, the minutes played per game, for Duncan over his career is two thirds of his minutes were spent as a power forward and a third was spent at center. So he did, he did, he's often thought of as a center, right? Or a point forward, uh, point forward. but he, he was an effective center as well. He He's often not thought of as one of the most versatile bigs but if, if you look at it like one of the one of the uh, craziest stats to me ever in sports is this between Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant okay there are 27 27 all NBA selections Kobe had 12 Duncan had 15 Kobe had nine first uh all right I believe all NBA but anyway the point is Neither one of them won defensive player of the year. Neither one of them. And, and uh, yeah. So, what just what I'm saying is Duncan's often just looked at as a power forward when he was, I'd argue, he was the most versatile big man the NBA's ever seen. Well, let's
1: circle this back into the Lakers back now. Okay. That's great. Again, you guys guys are awesome. Yeah. I mean, because we've got to get back on touch on the Lakers uh, because I do want to go ahead and touch on Kyrie.
3: I, I, yeah. So back to the Lakers. I agree with Joe. I can't add anything about Ryan. I think, look, it, I think if he's, if he's able to play just solid defense and he hustles out there, what more can you ask from him, really? he's He is what he is at this point. He's a great shooter. I think if he hustles, if he plays hard, he, he could turn into a rotational player. I really do. Yeah. Um, I also agree with Joe about Lonnie Walker. I think that uh, he adds uh, like a very, very finely tuned finesse game. And like Joe said, he's not going to shoot 55% from beyond the arc every game. But if he shoots, you know, 35%, that's great. Bene.
1: Yeah, We'll see. Uh, I, I hope it does get better for him. I hope he does become more of a, a part of the rotation. I think after his winnings in regards to him and his great shot at the last second of the uh, or, you know, actually the, the, fourth quarter there for the Lakers and their win. I obviously think that's going to give him the kind of boost to at least, at least for the next week or so be a good part of the rotation. I think it's someone he's going to there. You're going to see a lot more of Matt Ryan, at least in the short term. I didn't say long term because, again, his playing time will be solely dependent on the consistency of his three-point shot. As long as the three-point shot keeps falling at a decent clip, he'll be on the roster, he'll be in the rotation. And once it starts to go, then we'll wait and see. That's the thing I want to go ahead and stress out. But
3: and I don't like the the nickname Matty Ice. I mean, can we can we please come up with original ideas? Those those would be the first suggestions. Well, that's
1: again the <sighs> It's already gone through Lakers Nation. I think that's already lost by this point in time. So like, <laughs> AR-15, all those other nicknames, Stupid Hillbilly, Kobe. Nickleans. Yeah, so, right, yeah, right, yeah.
3: What, what, yeah. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break.
1: check out what's been going on with the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse my last movie that i saw in the theaters was the last skywalker i know condolences to me oh, so. wow man nice. I, I just had talked about that and i completely forgot that i saw that movie yes <laughs> <laughs> Is that doesn't speak great things about it i suppose That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on worldwide radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But again, the Lakers won two in a row. Joe you feel it's imperative that the Lakers go 3-1 and one over the next four games at the very least. Is that not correct from what I understood for your statements yesterday? Yes,
2: because if they're going to have a chance at trying to make the playoffs instead of making the play-in, they have to get back to 500 pretty quickly here. Uh-huh. It can't be something where it takes until December to get there. This has to happen right now as soon as possible your situation calls for it it's you you've got home game tomorrow you got a home game on sunday you go on the road the next day then you're back home even though it's a clipper home game but you're back home on uh that wednesday and then you're playing in sacramento which you know you're not traveling that far and you're playing a team that i think you need to serve some butt whooping on from what they did to you in the in the in the Preseason that the Clippers and the Sacramento Kings. When if I'm Darvin Ham, I go back, I go, I hope I get out of you. I hope we beat Utah tomorrow. We have at least one on one record versus either Cleveland or Utah. And then after that, you need to be up in their grills and say, guys, I'm sick and tired of losing to the Clippers. Let's let's whoop some ass. Okay. On sun on Wednesday, and we, we owe a little bit of cold dishes for Sacramento up, up in what used to be Staples North. I, technically, it's not the same stadium, but you know what I mean. So, this is going to come down to a mentality. The mentality now needs to go, okay, guys, we're getting a little bit of momentum here. We've got the Westbrook saga away. You have the NBA falling all over themselves because that's what happens when you're a bumbling bunch of morons and can't fix things because you're too worried about PR garbage let's focus on whooping ass the next week and a half let's do it let's win let's get the 500 at least by next Friday at the at worst and let's start winning some games here let's like Let's start going into these games and going, we're the freaking Lakers, man. We have AD. We have AD dropping 20, 16, 4, and 4. And he'll even add a couple of steals in there. You have LeBron, who got almost a triple-double, basically barely being able to stand up because he had the flu and a sore foot. Come on, guys. And you have guys that are playing their butts off like Lonnie Walker and Matt Ryan and these guys and even uh, AR-15. Why don't you just, just keep building on that and... Rob, try to get something done here. Please bring the, some reinforcements in here. Figure something out. Create a relationship somewhere. That's, I think, a lot of the reasons why they can't do anything is because everybody hates this guy. Absolutely. Almost as
3: much as they hate the Brooklyn Nets. So. <laughs> now, 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 see, if Joe was a football coach and that was a pregame speech, I would have ran through a brick wall. That was inspiring. That was inspiring. Um, I really hope they win three out of four now because I think Joe just put out some really good juju. And so I'm just, go ahead, Joe.
2: It comes down to this guys. I, you know, it's interesting you you said that because my wife used to ask me why I didn't coach football. Why didn't Um, you? I didn't coach football because a couple reasons. Number one, I would have needed to be in the right situation. I know that's kind of cliche to say that, but I would have had to have been in a situation where I could dictate what I really, how I really want to coach a football team.
3: No interference.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, when you're coming up, let's say, through the high school ranks, because that's likely where I could have started there's a lot of politics involved. And I, I, as I got older, I remembered some of the stuff we dealt with when I was in high school. We wasted a whole year on the seniors when we were juniors. The juniors were 10 times better than the senior football team. And when I look back on it and how they really screwed that up and then they screwed up a lot of the coaching, even when we were playing, we were dominant. I was part of a dominant team. We were running 400, 500 yards. I was the starting center of that team. Um, I played six weeks with a broken hand. And still made all league, and I, I look back at that time, and I think to myself, "Am I gonna? Would I be a Billy? Would I be a? What's the name of that guy in Varsity Blues? Uh, John Voight played uh, Coach Kilmer. You know yeah, that guy Kilmer. was a complete. That guy was Bud a complete. Kilmer. Bud Kilmer. He was a complete jerk. I would have never gone to those ranks. It was almost like Bobby Knightish in a way, but I also wouldn't be the guy that was gonna be con in
3: the program
2: yeah i yeah that that's that's good that that's a good that's a good one sean that's a really good one it would have been one of those things where i know i would have been in a predicament where i would have told the parent that your kid's not good enough right and that right. probably wouldn't have ro- that probably would not have gone well someone would have said something lame like well you should have said it better you should have basically what adam silver and joe cy and the nba are doing right now to Kyrie. I'm yes. uh, not understanding that this guy does not give two dumps Blanked. for what you think, what your mom thinks, what your dad thinks, what your ancestors think, what your neighbor, it doesn't give a F. Get over it. Do something about it or don't. So it's the same situation here. I would have been in a predicament where I'm like, I know what I'm doing with my football team. Your kid isn't good enough. The guy in front of him is go sit down or quit. And it's likely if it's a big booster or something like that I would have been jettisoned out, right? Uh, so I didn't yeah, want to get myself uh, into that. Yeah. Plus plus and the second thing is my I'm not a big traveler. I mean, I like to travel, but I I like to be in one spot. And in coaching, the same reason why recruit. I didn't get in ra- the the same reason why I didn't get in the radio 12 13 years ago when I could have is you're bouncing around a lot, and I don't like that. Uh, so that's why I didn't go that route. And as far as the Lakers are concerned, my motivational tactics are always based off of dominance. It's, it's Mamba mentality. I mean, you, you, it's, it, it was called Mamba mentality 15 years ago. Maybe not even 15 years ago. Black Mamba was born, what, 2004 2005 right when Kobe had that whole fiasco what he was dealing with and but Mamba mentality was I think more like the last six seven years that's always been there it's just not had a name now the the mamba mentality is dominating dominating what you're doing dominating in a way where you have full confidence you don't always win you don't always make the right call but your confidence is is always battle of attrition, because even when you're wrong, even when you lose, it's just an it's just an obstacle you got to get around so, to keep winning.
3: So, athletes often say they listen or watch Kobe highlights before uh, a big game. Pat Mahomes has said it. Tom Brady has said it. Um, I've heard. Uh, I believe uh, Lendell White has said it too. First responders also do that as well i used to watch that kobe adidas commercial where he talks about the five pillars of the mamba mentality how you have to have confidence honesty you have to be fearless you black out and you sacrifice those are the five pillars of the mamba mentality and in three weeks i'm getting my uh, mamba tattoo so that that's going to be uh, oh, but Joe emotional. doesn't like tattoos. That's okay. Everybody's I don't. Not a t- everybody's not a tattoo person. That's all right. That's it, What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, I just, uh, I love it. I love what Joe had to say. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say they're going to win three out of the next four. And, you know, this trio right here, we did say five and five for the first ten. So if they are five and six, that's not bad actually. I, I'd I'd feel I'd feel okay about that after eleven games. Well, they're a competitive team. Yeah, if
1: they're five and six. That shows that right now they are a competitive team, which is a lot better than what many of us had thought they would be heading yes. into that point in time. And I think that's what counts right now. So definitely looking forward to seeing what's going to go on for the rest mm-hmm. of the homestand, and if they can become a competitive team and somebody that the you know hopefully the Lakers fans can get behind just a team that the Lakers fans can get behind because they've gone lunch, through
3: so much we, this we need to be we need to be a lunchbox team that's yeah. the only way that's the only way we're going to battle through this 82 game season if if uh you know either marginal or significant improvements aren't made bring bring your lunchbox and your hard hat for 48 minutes and whoever's playing, you know, Coach Ham's approach right now is the best five is going to play at the end of the game. Whoever's playing the best is going to play, regardless of position. Well, there you go. Let's hope and that you're can... playing.
1: You're playing.
2: Your 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 schedule after the first ten games starts to get very interesting in terms of competitiveness. You have after that Sacramento game, you have Brooklyn coming to LA and (laughs) we'll we'll get we'll get to Brooklyn in a second here yeah Uh, then you have four days off which means and I think the two days off between this last game and the game before it really helped AD AD didn't he didn't wince at all the whole game and he was there was some there's some shoulder digging and some you know Pretty good stuff going on in this last game, and he didn't wince once. He got hit, uh, I think, sort of on the neck uh, and then fell down. It might have been the old game. That might have been the – no, yeah, that game. It it was the uh, New Orleans game. And, you know, kind of caught himself a little bit and then caught up. But you're talking about Brooklyn, four days off, mind you. Four days off, you're in L.A., and then you're home until the, the Detroit game that Friday. You're almost like a whole week off. And you're still at home. Then you got then you got San Antonio two days later on a Sunday at home. Uh then you gotta go to Phoenix a couple days later. Let's say that's probably likely gonna be a loss. And then after that, you got two days off in San Antonio in back-to-back games. Then you got Indiana two days later, and then you finish off the month on the 30th against Portland. So, if I had to, let's say if the if 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 you've got a healthy LeBron, not sick or anything, and AD's doing his thing and Westbrook has still embraced his role with guys here and there kind of pulling their weight, you know, taking turns. Let's 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 get realistic about how they can end this month. So, let's say they win they win on uh, tomorrow, lose, let's say they lose in Utah but beat Cleveland by some Let's say that happens. So right now you're two and one. They beat the Clippers. They beat Sacramento. That's four and one by next Friday. Now you're looking at six and six at the 11th of November at that evening. Six of six. Then you got Brooklyn. I think they can win that game. Detroit. I think they can win that game. Now you're sitting at eight and six. San Antonio home nine and six. In Phoenix, a couple days later, I'll take that as a loss. Nine and seven. San Antonio, back to back games. Let's say they split those. Let's say they split them. So what do we at? Ten and seven? And then ten and eight. eight. So then let's say if we beat Indiana at home, Portland at home, those next those last two games of the month. Now you're looking at a twelve and eight team. And now you're going into December with a record, in my opinion, which would be a surprise after how this all started.
3: So, so if they if if that happened, that that would actually be you know for me really positive because you started out the first ten five and five, and then you won seven of ten.
2: You go into December now, really understanding that you are probably two impact players away from really, barring major it- injuries. Barring a major injury. You are two players away from really putting this together for a run. And that's that's where I stand today. This all can blow up. If they lose on Friday, lose on Sunday, lose to Utah and Utah, we're probably going back to where 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 we thought we were gonna be. And it's likely that that's likely the realistic side of this, especially considering if Matt Ryan doesn't hit that three we're not likely talking this right now, right now we're in depression. So that, that, but that, those shots sometimes can change a season. But that last two
1: minutes, again, delved into very poor execution on the half court. And it was uh, LeBron doing his best James Harden impersonation, carrying it out through the entire 20 seconds of the 24 second shot clock. And yeah, just, it did not look good until Matt Ryan essentially saved the game for the Lakers by putting it into overtime. So. I'm curious to see where we are stand, you know, come December. If, if Joe's planning and hopes are right, and I'm saying that if that's the case and the Lakers do manage to squeeze out a 500 record or higher heading into December, I think that's a positive sign, especially after the atrocious start that we went through. And I think that all Lakers fans, including myself, would be ecstatic if that happens, and it would look like a brighter future and a, a potential playoff future for the lakers if that happens so looking forward to that indeed but before we head on out guys once again it's the lakers fast break with sean the magic man grice the Madman from toronto the guy who can't get out of toronto traffic and also as well ox 1947 aka worst in our... north
3: america worst yeah yeah. so north you america. told
1: me which is the reason why i dropped that on you and you don't seem to mind it makes la Not almost look well, LA is pretty bad. Orange County is pretty bad. But yeah, I've, I've heard you're more than more the first person to say that Toronto traffic is pretty bad. But I will say before we head on out, I've only got a few minutes left to talk about the Kyrie Irving situation, which has actually denigrated itself even further. The dumpster fire, which we talked about at the beginning of the show, the Brooklyn Nets has gotten even larger, which actually, you know, Joe has said correctly that it's actually a disaster at this point because Kyrie Irving in a press conference today after Praxis he was, able, he was given the opportunity to go ahead and, uh, you know, uh, clear the air, so to speak, in a positive manner in regards to the tweet that he had made in regards to the documentary, which has a lot of anti-Semitism tropes. And, and you know, we've talked about it on the show, especially earlier this week with these same two guys and don't want to go off on that tangent again because, you know, we, we got praised and vilified for it all in the same breath. But I will say that because he did not disavow or apologize for it, no matter the fact that uh, he gave $500,000 to the Ant- Anti-Defamation League, they, by the way, have just announced that they are rescinding that. They actually do not want any part of that money. The Brooklyn Nets, because are, are just uh, with Joe Josiah, are, are just had enough of this, uh, this Kyrie fiasco. And they announced that they have put him on suspension for at least five games. It's a team suspension, not a league suspension. It's a team suspension for at least five games. And it's come to the point where I think they're just finally trying to wash their hands after all the Kyrie stuff that is done over the past two, three seasons in in Brooklyn. I think they're finally starting to feel like, hey, we're done. I was wrong. I thought that Kyrie would stay on the straight and narrow for at least one season because it's contract year. Boy, am I wrong, and I'm wrong by a long shot on that one. But I'm going to start with you, Joe. Your thoughts on this, my friend, in regards to this, because it looks like this Kyrie Irving situation has really gotten a whole lot worse.
2: Adam Silver and the NBA need to take lessons from Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. I don't really put Kevin Durant in this. He hasn't really affected the league more than himself. He's more of you know he's kind of doing what some players do. Hey, I want to be traded. That's that's nothing new, and that's that's that I would still consider that somewhat normal. But Adam Silver needs to start really understanding that if you're going to pick a position. You need to go all the way. There is no balancing anymore. The thing that bothers me the most about all of this is you would find yourself less, you would not be dealing with this stuff as much if there was more accountability, literal accountability with players who are not living up to their contractual obligation. Kyrie Irving is a professional basketball player for the Brooklyn Nets. Ben Simmons is a professional basketball player for the Brooklyn Nets. If these guys aren't going to be professional athletes for the companies, teams that they've agreed to work for, then there needs to be a consequence for that. If you're going to suspend these guys or they're going to just decide that I don't want to play, there needs to be an accountability done there. You don't want to play? No problem. You're not getting paid. Adam, you don't want these guys having these comments? Kick them out of the league. Baseball does it with steroids. This isn't rocket science. And domestic abuse. Domestic you know, Fernando Tatis hasn't played in a year. You have any idea how much that guy helps Major League Baseball? But their code, their ethics on steroids is a no tolerance. Now it's time for you to do it. If these comments really bother you and bothers your league and puts it in a bad light, you need to stop riff and how is this going to help the Lakers? Because I'm selfish. I'm a Laker fan. I'm glad this is happening. Because now no one's talking about Russell Westbrook. No one's talking about Russell Westbrook. No one's talking about the Lakers. And wow, what a what a coincidence! Everyone's playing really well right now. So for me, let Brooklyn burn. They put they did it to themselves. And you know, you know that's what you get. And, and I'm, I've been an Adam Silver fan f- since the beginning. But over the last few years, he has catered way too much to the noise. And now he's eating it. So now you have to eat it, Adam. But you're going to have to at some point get full and start focusing on what matters. What matters is you are
3: the commissioner of a $20 billion league. Act like the, an authority figure. Act like an authority figure. Don't act like you're their friends. And that's that's the that's the part that I understand the
2: climate turned into what it turned into. But you 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 still have to be, you you can't. How do I say this? You can't let the noise. You can't let the noise distract you. You gotta still do your job. That's why you have that position. And they'll call you names and they'll call you whatever it is. You don't care. Or you're some rich guy and all that. And I, Adam's capable of returning a response that's very good there. He, he, he's got all the goods. He's got all the he's – he's a lawyer. He's also a very down-to-earth guy, common-sense guy. Adam – do do the just kind of take care of yourself. Take care of your mindset here. Stop stop trying to make everyone happy. Waffle. Not, don't waffle. Don't waffle. And you know this the, the thing that bothered me about what's what's gone on this last year with Adam is the guy that actually backed you up, which was Adam Silver. A lot of his players ended up just because they didn't get what they want. You know, for whatever particular situation it was. Now all of a sudden he's the problem. I'm like, dude, this guy. Turned his whole league upside down for you. And the moment that he needed some backup for once, you guys left him in the lurch. So Adam, that's what these guys do, okay? People only care about what they care about. That's what they do. Kyrie Irving cares about his focus. LeBron cares about his focus. And they're different. They're different focuses. And each one thinks theirs is more important. That's what entitled children, that's how they think. These are entitled children. They're not adults. They're adults by age. Okay? That's it. That's it. You have to imagine something here, guys. You have to imagine something really, really easy. These guys have been catered to since they were teenagers. If you actually Mm -hmm. think these guys weren't getting pampered since they were 14, because I'm giving it until high school. When they hit high school, these guys were skilled. Okay? They were getting a lot of perks. Heck, I was nowhere near the athletes these guys were, and I had a lot of perks in high school, okay? Maybe not this, but people and... Well, let me put it to you this
1: way. The one thing that's irritated me with this whole situation, I want to bring it to both you and Sean on this, is that fact that no player that's active, uh, to the best of my knowledge as of this recording, has said anything in regards to this uh, as far as uh, one way or the other. Yeah, we've heard. we oh, hold on. We've heard uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. We've heard the guys from TNT, Shaq, and Charles Barkley and Reggie Miller say a lot about this in uh, calling as much as uh, paraphrasing Shaq calling Kyrie an idiot for this. But yet we've heard no players say this. He is the vice president of the Players Association, I think, if I remember correctly, or at least on the board. I so- know why.
2: I know why. And I'll tell you when we're off the air. Okay. Well, it's much right. deeper than. Most people so, would want
3: to. Oh, I would assume as such. I'd assume as such. So yeah. there's there's a, a pattern of behavior that you can't ignore it. Like when again, uh, you know, Joe brought it up. I brought it up. When they go to negotiate, they're going to bring him up. He's going to be a huge topic when uh, negotiations start for the new CBA. And Simmons is going to be a topic, like Joe said. And I also think James Harden will be a topic as well. No, you said is- this,
2: Sean. You brought – you said this a while ago. You said this a few shows ago. And I think – and that was the trigger. That was the – that was like the seed that, that put it together. Because when you, when you used all three together, that was really where all this started. You know, everybody blames LeBron for this right. exodus of people, of – Teams. I'm like no, no. Even when the when the decision happened, I'm like, wait a minute, guys. You're not paying attention. LeBron has never requested a trade or a decide. He,
3: yeah, you're right. He's you're, never said, he told-
2: "Oh, ah, uh, um, you you got to do you know this oh, and that, or I'm gonna do yeah, this." No, he said, oh, "Either oh, you do it, or I'm bouncing." That's right, different.
3: Right. And all three of these guys have, in one way or another, manipulated the teams they played for to get what they wanted and the owners aren't going to stand for this. I I know that the social media crowd is telling is getting a lot of blowback from, from people uh, like us who think that a lockout is coming. It's coming. It's coming. Like you you can, you can try being denial. all You want, but as far as Kyrie is concerned, I think, you know, the NBA, as Joe said, would have been better served to come to Joe's side and say, look, Joe, We know you're sick of his crap. And we're sick of his crap, too, because now it's affecting our bottom line. Because as soon as you start losing advertisers, that's when the antennas go up. When you start losing those advertising dollars, that's when people start getting very concerned about whatever issue is the topic du jour. And they should have done this at the beginning of the year. If they suspended him for the first five games, I don't think, well, it's hard to say. That's that's hindsight, right? But it, it, it it's hard for me to imagine a worse situation for that organization to find themselves in than right now. If they had just sat him down at the beginning of the year and say, look, we are sick of your crap. You are in a contract year. If you want to play in the NBA again, you'd be best served to uh, be in your best behavior. Uh, and I already but, know that
1: in the chat room that it's been brought up as far as uh, from Blue, if this will be the end of his career, I don't think so. Uh, again, Miles Bridges – well, hold yeah. on because Miles Bridges today, uh, I guess, pleaded no contest to uh, stuff in the California court. And it looks like you know he'll probably play at some point in time down the road in the league because he's not going to get jail time. I really no. think that uh, Kyrie will get another place in the NBA, whether we like it or not. It's just that you, simple.
2: You said something the other day, Gerald. You said the NBA is doing really well right now. right? I
1: said as far as the the basketball being played, the actual game is beautiful to watch. The high, I love high scoring. Believe me, I, it's my following from way back with the Lakers, Showtime, Run and Gun following the Loyola Marymount lions under Paul Westhead and seeing how they went as far as they did on their just absolutely insane way of playing offense. I love high scoring games. I love high scoring teams and the league ever since it's got away from the (laughs) take foul has really started to go ahead and blossom as a product, Joe, not as far as the, you know, as, as far as a presentational product, under normal circumstances, I think it's probably something I, would, I wanted to go ahead and make sure that was well, – well, well,
3: all of this is, is truly ironic because when the Brooklyn Nets season tickets came out, Ben Simmons wasn't on them. They advertised KD and Kyrie. And you know something, Gerald? I can't remember uh, a situation where about – just about 99.99% of all basketball fans, all sports fans want to see this implosion. It's like watching a volcano erupt. It really is. Except it's not as, it's not as beautiful. It's, it's, you know, it's almost as if revenge is a dish best served cold. Like Joe was trying to say, I mean, no one's talking about us now. 96 hours can change a lot. We won two games and now they're the, now they're the now they're the dumpster. Can you believe fire. it? The Lakers
1: are the under the radar team of the NBA. Under the radar. There I love it. Go. I
3: love it. I love it. For the first time ever, we're under the radar, and I'm actually happy about that because for something good. Yes,
1: absolutely, indeed. But Joe, any last thoughts on uh, what's going on with the Kyrie situation before we head on out, my friend?
2: Well, it's exposing everyone. Like I've always been saying, everyone thinks. This public pressure that people wilt under, is is it's laughable. It's it's a laughable thing. No one gives two craps. You're asking, why are the NBA players silent right now?
1: That's what I'm asking.
2: I think you know the answer. Most of the people watching right now know the answer.
1: Well, we've guessed, we've surmised, and we've thrown that guess in the chat. You know, he's the VP of the, the players. No, the that has team. nothing to do with him
2: being a VP because wow. most of those – Okay. Most of, I, I would take a guess. That there's another,
1: of, there's, there could be another, other reasons as well. And I don't yeah. want to go most,
2: into that on Most will, will not argue against it. And that's why they're not saying anything. So yeah,
1: that's why you do it off the air. I understand. Yeah,
2: so the reality here is, is if there's a lesson to be learned. When you're a fake and sometimes you don't mean to be a fake. You, you, you play the PR game because you get, hit by all kinds of sponsors and supporters and all that crap. When you don't put your foot down and you're not upfront with everyone, understanding that people have different thoughts. This is the United States of America. Freedom of speech is freedom of speech. There is no messing with that. You wanna decide that something's okay here, but not okay there. You know, someone mentioned Miles Leonard. Is he alive? That guy was a pretty good player. He should still be playing. What did they do to him? I'm going to be interested to see if they're going to do the same thing to Kyrie. Why is it okay for uh, Myers uh, Leonard? Leonard. Right? Why? Why was it okay to ostracize him, but are we're going to give uh, Kyrie five days off? He's going to change his mind after five games? He hasn't changed his mind – dropping what $17 million last year guys make a decision there's a there's a there's a really good line in training day make a decision make a
3: decision well who are I will you say, going a to be a who are Harris. you going
2: to be are you going to be a riffraff fake which most people are not just the NBA just in general people or are you going to be real be real make a decision what?
1: Gerald, I make also, a decision. Well, I'm going to make a decision right now. Go ahead, yeah, Sean. Go ahead. Yeah,
3: no, Gerald. I was also going to say, um, along with uh, nobody speaking up about uh, the Kyrie situation, did anybody really speak up about Anthony Edwards and what he had to say? I didn't see many of his peer group uh, coming coming up and and uh, waving that flag, um, and I think the unfortunately. The reason for that is what Joe surmised. The reason for the Kyrie situation is, and that's a that's a story for another day. I'm not going to go uh, there. Yeah, that's that's something fact, I, I, again. Fact, that's going to get us the in the, the whole the world of, is, uh, is that, of you know right there, there I, I, I Joe Joe touched on it. There, it, it's it's politics. There are politics involved in in people not speaking up because there's a great line in. Um, L.A. Confidential, Gerald. Did, did you like L.A. Confidential? Thought it was good, not great. Okay, there there's, um, there's a great line in L.A. Confidential where um, uh, James Cromwell is uh, the, the head detective, and he says, Edmund, you're a political animal. You have the eye for human weakness, but not the stomach for it. And that's what Joe was talking about. A lot of these people have know what they see. They just don't want to say anything because they know the blowback will just eat them alive.
1: Well, I will say that because of the things that he has done in the past few years, including this situation right now, I said it to you guys in the email and I said it also in the chat. He has cost himself, especially when you're considering the fact that he is in a contract year and would want to sign a multi-year contract afterwards. He's probably cost himself one to probably three as much as 300 million dollars when all is said and done over the course of his entire career how much he, money he, by his decisions he has made financially i mean th- no is that is that as much as kanye's lost in the past couple of weeks no but still <laughs> you know potentially up to 300 million dollars lost is still up to 300 million dollars he could have gotten had he he made better decisions in his life but again you know that stuff it is what it is uh I think posting shorts where Joe rants about how upset he is with the Lakers play would really help the growth of the channel. Ooh, great suggestion. The range. You know what? We might just accommodate that. I know it was, I'm going to be honest with everybody out there. When we were talking about a Patreon down the road, once we get more popular, that's something we were going to do as far as Joe unfiltered is one of the ideas that we have down the road. But for now, Maybe some Joe shorts. Maybe I can go ahead and talk him into it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. The range says Joe is box office. So there thank you go. Thank you. Thank you. He's Brad Pitt. Pitt. He's Brad Pitt.
3: And by I, the way. Uh, the
2: no, goat- that's not. I'm not Brad Pitt. Jesus. Well, you Joe.
3: said you were last week. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe the, the, are you growing a goatee as well?
2: No, I, I, I prefer to let the five o'clock shadow get to eight. <laughs> because I, I I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy uh, the three to four day shave better than the two day shave. Okay. The skin um. feels better. It's, it cuts off quicker or easier. I'm, I'm not a facial guy. I, I mean, I've had a goatee before and some stuff, but overall I prefer the, the, the clean look, but I do enjoy growing it up three or four days. Sometimes usually three days, but sometimes I'll go four so that when i do shot when i do shower and shave it's it's just a much it's less damaging to, to it's less like itchy on my face.
1: Well, blue also says do some magic man shorts too so that he can argue with laker or tom or jamie. So there you go. Okay. You
2: go. Arguing go. with tom is, is 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 does it make me feel good?
1: No, it doesn't. It's like you know it's like arguing with your great grandfather. Yeah, yeah, it's like
2: arguing. see i i grew up with really there's oh, a there's geez. a respect there's a res- now i'm not saying i haven't
1: Plus, he don't. can't hear half the things you say because he's it's usually when he gets on a roll, and he's ranting. He does not listen to you.
3: I I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't think we should treat Tom differently because he's uh, an L, um Because he'll, he'll kick gentleman. all of our asses. Yeah, it well, is. it's it's not just that. It's just I consider I on from a basketball perspective. You know, Tom Tom is a savant to me, um, and and basically you know when you're arguing with Tom it feels like you're 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 just arguing with an equal and yes. I, I i don't i don't yes, Blue, i don't look he can't at, be fiery yes, yes i know he this can all too well. so like you know yeah there's so like when you're having a conversation with somebody there's it, it shouldn't be about gender it shouldn't be about age it's about the topic at hand and do you have the goods or not and can I, it make for a good conversation and with tom it's always a good conversation whether he can hear you or not the last thing I want to touch
1: on before we head it out, and I've gotta, uh, got to head on out, unfortunately, but we will be back tomorrow after the game. It's going to be around 10 p.m. Pacific because it comes up after the game against Utah tomorrow night. I am also working behind the scenes with playback.tv. I have a meeting with them tomorrow, so hopefully all goes well so we can start doing these watch parties. I don't know why I need an extended meeting, but they asked for one. So I said, okay, uh, just, just tell me yes or no. That Just let me go on my way. It would be great, but again – It is what it is, but petting my cat says, I think it's laughable. You guys care so much. Kyrie can post how much he hates white people and I wouldn't care. It's his right and his own opinions. Well, it is his own opinions, but also as well, it's the the fact that we can also share our opinions as well and how much we are, at least I am, how much disgusted I am by what he's been posting out there. So uh, we can also do that. And that the majority of society does not believe what he believes which is uh, something that I think that we're coming to, and that's the reason why he's in the position that he's in. It's because most of society does not believe what he believes, and it's becoming a detriment to the league because he's doing these things. And I know Joe is, is more in line as far as, being able to express himself any way he wants. And obviously that's, that's been Joe's case as well, as far as being able to say how he feels. And, and just for me, it just comes to the point where if these, this kind of hate speech, this kind of belief, as far as the, this, this, uh, you know, anti-Semitism, this misinformation, this, the stuff against any race, any creed, any culture, any ideal, any, you know, any type of uh, sexual orientation or anything like that. It's just wrong. It just, just live out your lives and be a good person. Is it so hard to ask for that? Just so hard. I, it seems yeah, like yeah. No, so hard.
3: no, Gerald. I I don't think it's so hard to ask for that. I mean, you're you're basically just asking for a modicum of human decency. That that that's it. That's it. If you got a modicum from de, uh, of decency from most of the general public, because you know there are there are anomalies. Let's just say. Uh, right.
1: Well, let's but head on for out for the here. most part. Yeah. Okay, it's let's head on out with Blue's facts. question. Is is what's the bottom line, Joe? Does do we think that Kyrie should be suspended until he apologizes, Joe? Start with you. Uh, it, uh,
2: it, it, it it doesn't. It, I, I'm not a He's not apologizing. He he is not changing, guys. Yeah, he's not, make, he's not. He's not
1: going to change. Even if he apologizes, no one's going to believe him. That's Joe, not
2: saw, you know this is going. You guys really want this thing you want to live by your words okay this is your words not mine your words i'm gonna have respect for the ownership and the other owners and adam silver when the 2023 season concludes and there's a new season that starts in july if Kyrie irving is signed to any team or anywhere. I am not going to take you seriously.
1: And That's I don't it. think anybody would. At this point if he tries to apologize, it's not it's superficial. We are I am job.
2: done. I am done with listening to the PR horse manure of this society. Whether it's Adam Silver, whether it's outside sports, whether it's doesn't matter what it is. Teachers conferences, Uh, senator it doesn't matter the amount of horse crap and pr spin and bs all you got to do is just watch what's going on in washington right now not politics i'm talking about the commanders okay go look into that and see what happens when you're a piece of crap and you enable crap there's there's stuff out there guys you can research and see why it's a bad idea we've been hearing about the sarvers and the Sterlings and the Daniel Snyder's and all these guys over and over and over. And you guys keep putting up these, these, these pink towels during breast cancer month. And you're doing all this PR horse crap to show you care. But then what happens when it really matters? Are you doing what Rob Manfred's doing in baseball? You, you get caught with steroids, you're gone. Don't matter if it's Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado. Not that Manny's done anything. I'm just saying, doesn't matter who it is. Look what happened to Barry Bonds. Look what happened to Roger Clemens. So yeah. there's people out there, and I'm using those guys as an example. Is It's not,
3: you can do it, guys. If you live up to your word, do it. So if you want to build a bridge through conflict resolution through like Joe was saying now PR, because this is what silver's trying to do. He's trying to bridge Kyrie back into sane society again. However, to answer blue's question. No, I don't think so because I don't think he's it, done, in, but he won't no, apologize or at least he won't apologize either because that, well, that's the point Joe. And that's what I wanted to say next is, an apology is only served for everybody if it's sincere. If it's insincere, don't apologize. That like and and by the way, like you said, Gerald, if he did, everybody would see through it too. Because you know what? You the eyes don't lie. You can you can try and say whatever you want, but the eyes don't lie and the body language doesn't lie. You could tell when someone's full of crap. I just think right
1: now the NBA will not give him a lifetime ban. Uh, I think no. at some point in time he, you know, because he's still Kyrie Irving, he'll get another chance in the league even if with the Nets or someone else. And I just think that he will not have ever have a sincere apology that anybody's really you know, anybody of any large audience is actually going to take for, for, for stock on it. So I just think that uh, at this point in time, it's just going to be, a, this is like a band-aid. it's like a band-aid on a hemorrhaging wound. That's still going to continue to go ahead and fester and boil. And, and again, these issues are still there and they're going to remain there and he's going to come back and play at some point in time. And it's, it, you know, people are just going to try and forget it. Uh, you know, the, that, that are, Going to go ahead, and just focus in on how many points he scores and what he's doing, and, and just going to be you know, hopefully at some point in time. According to it, uh, you know, many in the league are hoping that it's going to be as normal if once he comes back on the floor because he will come back on the floor at some point in time because he's not getting a lifetime ban. I don't think for this as blue, much as blue much Magic. as much as I'd like to see him get a lifetime ban for this. Uh, he uh, will uh, not get a lifetime. It's love, not about- love
3: what blue. Sorry, Joe. Love what Blue Magic just had to say. Kyrie has played 122 games for the Nets but has missed 128
1: mm-hmm.
3: that that says it all right there you don't need stats you don't need contract info put that into his biography as a net that that's the summation he shows up for work when when he wants what time he wants and however he's feeling at the time
2: and at that point the Sports in general, the NBA especially, when they start talking to the NBA PA, there's got to be, number one on the table is, we're not playing this game anymore. We're not playing this game where these guys decide because they have a, if they have a legitimate mental issue, okay, a legitimate issue with drugs, with, uh, you know, John Wall, God bless him, he lost his grandma, he lost his his, I think, his mother too, or something like that. Yes, that makes sense. I was devastated when my parents died, and I'm still devastated. This stuff, yes. Context, guys. Context. There's renowned comedians. There's 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 political and sports and 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 people in general that talk about context. There's a difference between this issue and that issue, and no one can seem to separate those things. But at the end of the day, you are paid 30, $40 million a year to to show up at that arena. If you don't wanna play, then you shouldn't get paid. No, no. That's not right. If I stop working right now, my business dies. It dies. It's over. These guys, you keep paying them to not show up. The fact that Ben Simmons put a grievance in last year for $20 million that, that Philadelphia didn't want to pay him and he got it is a joke. Also, he can go play Call of Duty. Is that really what it's about?
1: Uh, again, it's just so great the fact that we're not talking about the Los Angeles Lakers. We're talking about the Brooklyn Nets and something and some. Well, that's the
3: topic, to- isn't it?
1: All right, Sean, real quick, because I got to Yeah, yeah, out.
3: no, no. Oh, sure, Gerald. I just uh, petting my cat. You're great. Keep coming back, man. I just comments just start getting thing. good. Now you got to leave. I, I ju- yeah, I just yeah. have Sorry. to correct one thing. <laughs> I told you, you know why? <laughs> in in the shop, LeBron did mention that he had uh, that he had a skepticism about about hanging out with white people when he was in high when he was in uh, middle school. But what he said was when he started. When he started hanging out at their houses and he saw the different kinds of snacks they had in their pantries and how it was different from what he was used to that he he learned to uh, accept people for who they are in whatever environment he found himself in. So uh, like to me, what LeBron you can't equate what LeBron said in 2018 to what Kyrie said. Kyrie targeted a group of people and was bigoted. LeBron had a misunderstanding about a group of people and that's the big difference. Well,
1: I will say Ryan, uh, as far as your fantasy basketball question, I think that Bruce Brown, you know, he is playing some good minutes off the bench, but his minutes are spotty anywhere from 15 to 30. I see him all over the place. So I'm not sure if I would bank so much on Bruce Brown, because remember he's in for mainly defensive purposes and anything gives you offensively is a bonus. As far as if you're a Denver Nuggets fan, but if you're fantasy basketball, he could be okay for you if you got injuries, but I would not rely on him uh, to be a, a good member of, or at least a consistent in your lineup is concerned. So I will say that it's been a very topical and very interesting uh, show to say the least. I know we'll have more to say on this subject on tomorrow's night's post game. I, actually, I will. I will make sure that we have more time. I'll have more time allotted for me. Uh, more time allotted. So we'll go ahead and talk much more about this situation if Joe wants to, if Magic Man's there, if he's awake, because I know it's on Easter Standard Time. He might be out. But I, I know Laker Tom is coming back. Uh, maybe Jamie Sweet will be here. We will talk definitely a lot more about it on the Friday night show. That's the post game for the Lakers and the Jazz. Remember, it's a 7.30 start time at the Crypto.com Arena. Again, we'll be here at 10 p.m. Need Laker Tom and Jamie to weigh in. I know Jamie's been busy doing a lot of stuff. He already said the next couple of weeks have been uh, kind of uh, rough for him. Yeah, <laughs> and that guy on Sunday. We'll talk to that guy on Sunday. But I will say Laker Tom will have a say because he said he wants to be here on tomorrow night's show. Jamie, I'm going to try and get in him when I get a chance because I know his schedule's been busy. But we will try to get everybody's thoughts on it. And the idea in regards to shorts is something I will go ahead and express to these guys. Hopefully they will go ahead and be able to do in the future. Uh, Petty, my cat says we can dissect every bigoted racist and homo- homophobic thing. Every NBA player has ever said ban them all or don't at all. Uh, you know what? Petty, my cat, I, I say, uh, I'm kind of leaning towards that. My, just, yeah, you know, if you want to go down that round, it's either, it, you, you know, all or nothing. And mm-hmm. I think I would be in my opinion. I would do all, you know, if you want, that's the way you want to go goodbye we don't need you in the nba that's at least in my nba at least so i will say that uh rough for me so that's my opinion but if you have any thoughts out there please let us know where we're right i know we're gonna have a lot of comments i believe on this video so go ahead and post it on youtube while you're there please subscribe below sean grice today or hit us up LakersFastBreak at yahoo.com or also as well at lakers on twitter joe sorrows at joe five on twitter and also go ahead and check out his awesome place if you're in the Southern California area for your lawn that needs transforming at SimBladesWithTheY.com. It is a touchy subject. It is touchy subject, Blue, but we got it covered. It is the NBA. It's very important. It is what we're about. And if the rumors to Kyrie or KD coming to Los Angeles, they ever start to build up, then, you know, that's what we got to do, unfortunately. So... We appreciate it. Ime, Penny, My Cat, Ryan, Blue Magic. You guys have all been awesome. Blue Magic, The Range, you were awesome. Truly appreciate everything. Howard Hill, awesome as well. Everybody that's been part of the best Lakers chat that's out there is here. And you can find it each and every time out. And we'll definitely touch on this subject a lot more because you're asking for it. And we're here to deliver on it in many ways, in many forms. And we'll continue to do that starting tomorrow night, right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.